Welcome to the Wild Arrow Outdoors podcast. Our goal is to help educate people on all aspects of archery while at the same time, learn some new information from some of our outstanding guests. Enjoy the show. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Wild Arrow Outdoors podcast. Uh, to, as we're recording this one, this is on uh, Monday morning, February 5th. The Vegas shoot is just wrapped up. And on the line with me now is my buddy Joe, who is just getting to the airport, getting ready to leave Vegas to head back home. I have not even had a chance to talk with him at all yet. So Joe's been at the uh, Vegas shoot competing. And uh, let's, let's hear it, buddy. How'd it go and what's up and what do you got? Holy cow. Uh, you know, it's, it's almost hard to figure out where to begin. It was a, it was a heck of a weekend. Well, first, let me, let me ask you, Steve, I, you've been to the Vegas shoot before yourself. Yes. Have you been I here? personally have not been, okay. I personally have not been. Okay. My, my team is there competing right now, but due to some medical issues with my shoulder, not working right. I am not there with my team. My other coaches are, but, uh, no, I personally have not been there. Yeah, and I uh, I didn't get a chance to talk to the other coaches, but I did see a lot of Lindenwood jerseys rolling around. I saw a couple of a uh, couple of your girls were on practice bales uh, near me, and uh, so I saw I saw there was some good representation there from Lindenwood College. So that was that was fun. But uh, yeah, so this man, was my- I, I gotta give I gotta give I gotta give a couple of my guys a shout out, man. I got I got two freshmen that did really well. I had one of my freshmen finish with an eight ninety nine with seventy six X's. <laughs> And uh, the other guy uh, finished with a 900 with 81 X's. And, uh, again, those are both freshmen, so I'm, I'm pretty pumped to see their success they had. And they shot in the uh, pro category as well. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, that was honestly one of the biggest takeaways. There's so many things. I, I, like I said, it's hard, it's hard to even figure out where to begin this whole thing. Um, the level of talent that was on display this weekend – um, was nothing short of mind blowing. Um, uh, from from the the young adult categories, you know, right up to the top pros, um, it, it's just a, it's amazing. You know, I uh, you, you shoot at home, and you you know, you, sometimes you have those good days, and you shoot these good rounds. Um, watching the shoot offs last night, you know, these twenty eight guys, including the lucky dog. <laughs> are standing in front of what I'm assuming was probably, I don't know, there had to be somewhere between two and 3000 people I would expect in the, in the stand. I mean, it was standing room only in that, in that auditorium and, and end after end after end after end, these guys just pounding X's. Um, it, you know, the, the shoot off the, for the, for the uh, open pro class went 14 ends and they were doing three arrows per end. And uh, Matthias Fullerton, who who ultimately won a twenty year old kid from Denmark, they went fourteen ends. So they shot another game, almost another game and a half, and never dropped an X. So that's amazing. Uh, it, it's just unbelievable, and you know, and to do it like to do it at your home range is is an amazing accomplishment, but to do it in Vegas in front of thousands of people. That it's you know uh, I had actually had a chance to speak with uh, Matthias after the event. We ran into him in the casino later as we were going to dinner, and I knew Matthias. I had met Matthias a few years ago. He came up to Bismarck 
um, he was working with some of our coaches from Bismarck and he flew in from Denmark and spent a week up in, up at our range, working with some of our coaches and just, just a wonderful young man. Uh, very, very humble, but, uh, just an amazing talent. Um, but I'll back up a bit. Um, so some of the other things that happened, uh, well, first of all, they set another attendance record. So there were 4,350 registered archers for the Vegas shoot. Um, they represented 56 different countries. Um, wow. There were, I think, 900 prize checks that were issued uh, over the course of the weekend. Uh, I can't remember the exact dollar amount of, of all the prize checks, but it, it was it was pretty pretty huge. Um, but uh, this was the last year that they're going to be holding the event at the South Point Resort. So the one big piece of news that everybody was waiting to hear last night was where's it where's the new venue? Where is it moving to in 2025? And so they made the announcement that it's going to be, it's part of the, um, uh, I'm trying to think now, the Caesars, Caesars, the Caesars Resorts owns multiple um, different casinos and hotel resorts. And they're going to be at the Horseshoe and the Paris Hotel in 2025. And um, it was very interesting because, you know, the, the, uh, the crowd was, the crowd was still full at the time when they made. I I, I had not heard yet, so yeah, I'm so, getting new information um, myself. And you can here. go see the the posting out on the NFAA website if you go. Uh, they've got some news drops out there, but uh, yeah, so it's it's part of the Caesars Resorts, and it's going to be at the Horseshoe and the Paris Hotel. Uh, so that was one thing. It's a new location, but they've also changed the dates. They're now moving it out to March, early March, the fifth through the ninth. So. As far as calendars go, that becomes very interesting for folks because now instead of being before the Foley ASA, now you're going to be after Foley ASA and then you're creeping up unless they move the Louisville shoot for the NFAA Indoor Nationals. Now you're kind of creeping right up against that. So it's going to be interesting to see how that calendar shift and the location shift. I, I will tell you this, when they announced it, in the crowd, there was not a lot of hooting and hollering. Um, I think that I think that there's a lot of uh, uh, what I'll say cautious optimism. Maybe uh, some some people were just flat out, you know, oh, that's ridiculous. That, that it makes no sense at all. Um, I, and of course, this is on the heels of weeks and months of people speculating and pontificating about where it was going to land, and. Uh, I think, uh, you know, there was a lot of a lot of theories as to different venues that would be really suitable for it. And I would say that across the board, most people did not pick that one. So I, I don't know. I don't know what Bruce was expecting. Bruce Call, uh, you know, the president of, of the uh, NFAA. I don't know what he was expecting for, for a response, but I don't think he got it. It was it was very quiet in the room after they made the announcement. So um, it's going to be interesting to see. I, I think that the, I think the NFAA would do themselves a tremendous favor right now if they followed up this announcement with a lot of, a lot more specifics about how the logistics of this are going to work. Um, 
people with young children and families. Now, if you're splitting this between the, and, and, and my understanding is that those, those two resorts, the Horseshoe and the Paris, and maybe a couple other hotels are all connected. They're interconnected. But I think there's a lot of questions about where are the shooting halls going to be located? Um, you know, you've got a lot of families that come to this and they have children that shoot in different classes. So if you have a young adult shooting and a cub, for instance, are they going to be in different places at different times? You know, people are, I think people are really struggling right now to understand how this is going to work. It's going to be closer to downtown. Am I going to be able to carry my bow around like I do at South Point? Or am I going to have to be constantly breaking it down and casing it to move it from venue to venue? If I want to, you know, when I'm done shooting my rounds, if I want to go watch my friends or I want to go watch the pros, how far am I going to have to go to see that? Like, I think people are just right now, they're, they're struggling to just conceptualize what that layout's going to look like, how it's going to work. So, uh, you know, if anybody from the NFAA happens to dial in and listen to this podcast, I, I would highly encourage you to get more information out to the people sooner. Uh, the more information and the more specifics that you can provide people right now, um, I, I think uh, just from the just from the conversations I overheard in the hallways and on the elevators and, and in, in the uh, different areas you know there's 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 a lot of cautious optimism there so um but it's going to be interesting i mean that's definitely yeah, going to be yeah. a hot topic I, I this week. That everybody's going to be burning on that one and, and trying to figure out how that's all going to work but i think uh i think more information right now might help calm a lot of nerves uh, that people are having and 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 so forth but um but uh for myself personally as a first timer um it was amazing. It was, it's, uh, again, the, the level of talent, these kids coming up, it, it's, you know, watching the young adult shoot off. If, if you, if you have a chance, I would, I would highly encourage people to go out and watch the video playbacks of some of those, you know, these kids are, these kids are like, uh, you know, 14, 15, 16 year old kids when they're, they're in the shoot down in front of thousands of people. And you just just watch these kids, these young kids, just out there pounding X's. Um, the the and I can't remember his name right off the top of my head. I know it begins with a Q. Um, young man that actually won the young adult male compound division uh, two days before that. I happened to him and he and his best friend were in the practice range, and they were on a bale next to me, and we were chatting, and I had no idea who the kid was. You know, uh, they were actually asking me to call arrows because they were having a dog fight against each other on the practice bales. And so um, there was a couple there was a couple of liners and they said, hey, can you come call this arrow for us? And so I was just chatting with them again. I had no idea who the kid was. Um, and, you know, all of a sudden last night, all of a sudden last night, he's walking out in the center of the floor and he wins the wins uh, first place in the young adult compound division. So, um, yeah, so lots of great, great talent, I would say. Um, you know, uh, for me personally, and I think we've talked about this before, paper's not my forte. I'm fairly new to shooting the paper game. Um, that being said, I also switched over this year to an open rig. So I was shooting long bars and lenses. And, uh, I also switched to a new thumb button about three weeks ago. So I had a lot of newness going on for me personally. Um, uh, you know, said every archer ever, uh, I certainly, I didn't shoot to my, capabilities. So I was, I wasn't satisfied with my score based on what I know I can shoot, but considering 
all of the newness um, and being a first time shooter at Vegas. Uh, I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not mad at how I finished. You know, I, I made 14th flight. Um, and then yesterday wasn't a great day. My shots felt really good yesterday, but I just wasn't, they, they just weren't landing. They just were not landing for me. Um, wasn't there a, wasn't there a ridiculous number of people in, in your class though? I, I was thinking it was like over a thousand people. I might be wrong, but no, yeah, there was like 1200 people in the, in the flights. And yeah. I, I think there was, I, oh boy, I, I don't have it right here in front of me, but I think there was over 40 flights. It was in the high thirties or low forties. Yeah, you keep talking, and I'll look it up real quick. Yeah, and so you know, i I was hoping to um, I was hoping to be in the top ten flights. Really, was my goal. I thought I was shooting well enough score wise. When I looked back at the historicals, that you know, I thought I said if I shoot my average of what I've been shooting at home, that should put me somewhere in those top ten flights. Um, I ended up in the 14th flight at the bottom, uh, towards the bottom of the 14th flight um, and uh, with my round yesterday. And interestingly, because of the talent and, the, and there are so many people in most of the flights, the difference between the, the number one qualifier and the number 28 qualifier in that flight is usually one point. Yeah. In most cases, it was I just, just looked, one four, point. Four, 42 flights. 42 flights. So... 42 flights with 27 people. I'm sorry, up to 32 people in each flight. So that's yeah. a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. And so, like I said, to, to finish in the, to, to qualify in the 14th flight, I was, I was okay with that. Um, and I learned a lot. I, I took away a lot from this weekend. I'm going to go back home now. I've got some tweaks I'm going to make with my bow setup. Um, and so, you know, I'm going to start shooting the blue face here and getting ready for Louisville. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was met. If you're if you like to shoot your bow, and you like to meet new people from all over the world, come to Vegas. Um, I had some of the most wonderful conversations with people from everywhere. Um, I was paired up my you know both of the bales. You know you shoot with the same group on on um, Friday and Saturday, and then they flight you based on score, and then you get put with a new group. And all of the groups that I had were just wonderful people. Um, had great conversations. Um, it, it was, it was a great experience. I, I had a wonderful time. Um, you know, 10 out of 10 would recommend, uh, if, you know, again, um, I'm still learning the, the paper game, but, uh, I, I thoroughly enjoyed myself. Um, we had, uh, quite a large contingent of people that came down from North Dakota. So there was a lot of people. Uh, that I knew and we were constantly running into people that I'd met over the years in ASAs and various other events. And so a lot of familiar faces made, made some new friends. And um, we had one of our uh, young shooters from North Dakota that also jumped in the deep end and, and shot the, the pro class, you know, the, the open pro class. And he, I, you know, I thought he did great. It takes uh, guts. It takes oh guts God. for a young person to jump in and do that. Well, this kid, you know, he's 18 years old and he's standing on the line between Levi Ritzma and um, Scott Hopkins, who, you know, <laughs> you know, the, both of these guys can just pound. Now, Levi shot, I think Levi Ritzma, I, I don't know if he went perfect 900. I know he was perfect 300 his first two rounds. I don't know if he dropped one. I can't remember now. I don't remember seeing him in the, 
I, don't, I can't remember recall if he if he was in the shoot off last night or not. I feel like he wasn't, but um, but again, you know, he's I mean, a, he's just, a great young man too. I talked to him at some of the ASA shoots in the past. He just he's just a great young man. Yeah, all of them were very welcoming to Ben, and uh, you know, of course, Ben. You know, he was as as anybody would be was extremely nervous. Um, and you know, we were there to support him and try to help calm his nerves down, but he shot really well. I mean, he dropped a couple the first day. I think he dropped yesterday. He only dropped one. He shot a two ninety nine yesterday, um, which was, which was really great to see. And I think that was, I think that was a good confidence booster for him. You know, uh, it was a good way to finish. And, you know, the one that he dropped was, I mean, it was a whisker off the 10 line. I mean, it, uh, you know how that goes, right? Just a all it just, takes, isn't it? Just just a jar of liquor. You know they had to they had to look pretty hard at it, but um, real happy for him. You know, good good strong showing there. So, um, so yeah, uh, overall great experience. Um, it's going to be interesting to see where the I guess where the fallout goes with this new venue and and the new dates uh, and how that's going to affect people's calendars. Oh, the other piece of it that, uh, I didn't really talk about, um, the vendors, you know, as you can imagine, I think they pretty much took the ATA show that was in St. Louis a few weeks ago and just moved it to Vegas, but there was a hundred, a hundred different vendors and uh, oh you know, all, all of them having all of their, all the latest and greatest technology. As a matter of fact, one of the new toys that I picked up, uh, Hamsky has just come out with a new weight system. That's magnets. They're magnetized, and they're you just you, there's a little set screw on them, and you just you you they're they're in various ounces. You can get eight ounce, four ounce, and one ounce uh, discs, and they just stick together. And then you tighten a little set screw real quick to just just to uh, put a little tension on it, and you can stack them out really fast. You can change them out really quick if you're on the line and you need to throw an ounce on the front or the back real quick. You can just snap, snap. Bing bong, you know, you're boom, you're on your way, you're you're firing again. So, uh, really, really, uh, a lot of neat n- new ingenuity. Um, you know, all all the companies had their latest and greatest stuff on display. So, and uh, most of the most of the uh, vendors will have special show pricing, so you can pick up some stuff. You can usually get some deals on things. Um, and so that was, just, you know, that's that's a, a half a day in itself, just walking through the vendor booths and talking to different people, and and all the pro staff pros are there on hand to answer questions and take pictures and uh, and all that stuff. They do uh, they do a meet the pros for the kids on uh, I think that was Friday night, where they all the pros all the pro staff guys go down on the floor and all the kids can go down there and get things signed and uh, get their autographs and get their pictures taken and. Um, it's, it's very, very family friendly. Um, uh, so, uh, a really, really well run event. I mean, considering, I guess, you know, cause the Vegas shoot is, is one thing, but there's multiple activities that happen that weekend. So S3DA holds a big national tournament that I think precedes the Vegas shoot. I think they finished on Thursday or Friday. And then there was a, a, uh, break the barriers event that was happening in conjunction with it. And then you had on uh, Friday night or Saturday night, rather we had the world archery shoot offs, the world series, they had those shoot offs. And so uh, according to Bruce call, if you take all the archers that were in Vegas for all of those different events, you know, the Vegas shoot itself was 4,350 shooters. 
but if you include all the S3DAers and the Break the Barriers and the and the World Series shooters, there was six thousand archers that convened on that's amazing on Las Vegas for uh, uh, the better part of a week. So yeah, I saw uh, they were also holding a uh, Nevada NASP competition. Oh, yep, yep, at, yep. That's right. Also, I forgot about so, that. Again, like big big state event for the for the NASP shooters in, in Nevada. So I mean, that's again just. That's so cool to have an event that big. So at my house yesterday, there was a surprise birthday party for my wife. And uh, I had 45 people in my house yesterday, and we were watching live feeds of the Vegas shoot the whole time. So a lot of people got introduced to archery yesterday that really knew Everybody was like, oh, my gosh, that many people are on a line shooting at one time, and everybody's asking questions and getting some education out of it. So I was there in spirit. Well, but man, that's, that's a whirlwind because you guys are on the go from early morning to late at night. And well, yeah, because the way it works out, you know, they have all the different shooting times and the shooting lines and they're all in different halls. And so when you're not shooting yourself, you're going to watch other people shoot and then you're trying to do the trade show and then they've got the shoot offs. And, you know, you've got the 10K a day shoots that happen on Friday and Saturday. And there's so many things to do archery related. And then you have the casino itself. So, you know, if you're into any of that stuff, you know, trying to squeeze it all in, we, we really, our days were really filled up with, you know, going and shooting practice and then going and shooting our own competitive rounds and then running around to try to cheer on all of our friends that were shooting at different line times and, and stuff. So it was, it was, it was nonstop from, from morning to night. And, uh, uh, all fun things, all good things, but uh, definitely full days. I'm I'm looking forward to getting home and uh, and putting my head on my own pillow for for a couple of days. Yep. I, well, I know you're exhausted, and um, Anna, congrats on just being there and competing. That says a lot too. Um, but yeah, I mean, you're like I said, Joe, Joe here. He's he's calling from the airport. So if anybody hears any background noise, that's what's going on where he's at right now. Uh, so he's got through the TSA security lines and waiting to board a flight so joe we'll, we'll go ahead and wrap this one up and, and uh, give you a chance to get your things caught up there maybe grab a bite to eat whatever else you got to get done and and uh we're definitely gonna get some more discussions on the vegas shoot going on yeah i uh I, I talked to some folks while i was here too so i think i've got a couple of guests that were that were participants here that we can bring on for later episodes and, and give some of their perspectives uh I, I really want to talk to you. I'd like to get an episode where uh, Bennett Schuler, the kid that from from Bismarck that shot with us, I'd like to get him on with uh, some of your guys and yeah, that'd be great. Uh, and and compare notes because I you know uh, I'd like to hear their descriptions of what it feels like for the first time to step up on that pro line. Yep, and uh, and have to try to throw it down. Uh, it's I, I, I got to awesome. watch it, and I I told Bennett I said I couldn't even sit still. I wasn't even shooting, and I was so nervous I couldn't sit still. So. All right, buddy. Well, we appreciate you and uh, have a safe flight. Get some rest and we will talk to you later on. But we appreciate you. Thanks. Thanks for the updates, buddy. Hey, yeah. Thanks for taking the time and uh, we'll look forward to talking to you again here real soon. All righty. We'll see you, Joe.